and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue Blood Lords. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And we have finally renamed our tiers to no longer be referencing the completed Extinction Curse. Our limited top two tiers will remain the same, at the table and min-maxed. Previously circus-themed tiers will now be a much more bloodlordsy $2 a month, quick, $5 a month, dead, $10 a month, lich, $20 a month, bloodlord. And a shout-out to all of those at our lich level and above. Rock Jedi, Iggy, Wolf, Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Eric R, Ope just gonna sneak right past you there, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Sirendin, Forevermore, The Brigand Alliance, Dicky Lopez, Licky Topez, Ricky Rope Bridge, Alex K, Doma Alaka, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Marab Syndrome, Fig Tear, Zach S, Jimmy H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Corey, Pickle, Mr. Grim, Fire Down, M54 Ewas, Jameson S, Eric R, Plus Two Vorpal Salmon of Whacking, I'm not a robot, George F, Leo Hart, and Hard Har Har. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of Session 5. We're in Colic Manor, which is definitely going to need a name change. The mansion Bloodlord Aldoli has given us in payment for services rendered. We've just met a handy little fellow named Argoon and are ready to continue exploring, as we know dangers lie within. We find some minor magical stuff. We also find a letter from the former master saying he leaves the manor to something named Smoke, who is in the crypt. Guess where we go next? We head to the basement and find some weird bugs wearing skeletons like a hermit crab. We crush them. We continue on and find a giant trough of writhing viscera along with a bone monster pile. Lots of damage flies around, and just as the monster dies, Lucan goes down due to persistent damage. Arius three-action harms everyone up, and Lucan decides it is definitely time to go back upstairs and rest. You guys can all fuck around down here. I'm going back upstairs. Yeah, Tito. That was, that was an unpleasant experience. I need a little while to rest and recuperate. Give me a few hours. Okay, so Lucan heads back upstairs. I go talk to Aegon, the Conqueror. It's Agoon, the Annihilator. Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Agoon, the Annihilator. Thank you. You got anything I I can use to take care of those bugs downstairs? Like any bug spray, anything like that? Huh. That's a good question. Yeah, let me look. And he's going to start rummaging around. He skitters off of the table at the kitchen and, you know, starts checking around. But I'm looking for some, like, Galarian version of Raid. All right, let's see. I'm just going <laughs> to... Damn, you know what? Not really. No. Argoon would come back and uh, he would do the his best semblance of a shrug, just moving up his index and pinky finger knuckles. I don't have anything like that. The bugs moved in. You got like a bag? A bag? Yeah, yeah. I have a bag. All right, just give me a broom. I'll just go clean it up. <laughs> he goes and he fetches you a broom and uh, a burlap sack. Kicks goes down and cleans up the bones. Just starts sweeping <laughs> yeah, it up. Like, this is our house now. I got to keep it fucking clean. <laughs> Hero point, Spencer. Yay. <laughs> For taking initiative and just sweeping the fucking basement. <laughs> How about everyone else? What are you doing? Uh, waiting my turn to get healed. Yeah, treating wounds. <laughs> so how long is it going to take for everybody to treat their wounds? How, mu- how much time does... I mean, it depends on how well people roll. I'm going to have to wait like half an hour to an hour just to do it the first time, because it hasn't been that long since I did it before. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking like four or five hours. I'm not going to continue adventuring, feeling so injured. He's an exhausted diva. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I attempt to treat wounds on myself. You guys go ahead and figure out your healing then. Take that six hours. Uh, I'm Max. I attempt to treat wounds on Gerdrug. We're doing this tomorrow. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> Second hour, I attempt to treat wounds on Gerdrug. 
I fail. Third hour I attempt to treat wounds on Gurdrog. Hey! I succeed. You got four. Is four enough to put you at max, Gurdrog? You are not meant to heal. <laughs> Jesus. Good God, dude. Y'all just sitting up there failing on your medicine checks? Is that what you're doing for the next six hours? Yeah. I might as well just go to bed at this point. Uh, seven so far. <laughs> I think I think we're reaching into go to bed territory yeah, at this point. Eight. Yeah, it's definitely we're gonna we're gonna have to continue this tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, I healed myself to max and Gerdrug to max. Nice. I asked Aiden the announcer to come down and help me downstairs. In like four hours or five hours, like how, how long are you taking? <sighs> Oh, you just hurt yourself. Okay. Yeah, so that's hour seven. Um, <laughs> I'm too exhausted to even heal. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I, I, I guess I join the fleshy in healing. I'm so worn out. Even our goon is going to come up and be like, Do you need help, man? Can I help you somehow? No. This is my own suffering that I must bear. Leave me be to die. Again. You seem like you're fine. I mean, you got the acid burn marks. I know. I'll never be so beautiful as I once was. No, that's not true. I'm a vampire. I'll heal. It's, it's fine. And by God, am I gorgeous. But I just want to be dramatic. Well, that worked out. Yeah. Anyway, is there any wine? Is there a cellar? What? Like wine cellar? There's a wine cellar. Is there wine in it? There's no wine in the wine cellar. Blood? No. Never mind. My suffering increases. <laughs> Kicks. While you're downstairs, I asked the hand to accompany. I need someone to hold the bag. Oh, uh, no problem. I'll come by. I'll come by. Thanks. And he'll come downstairs with you, and he'll point off as you're walking by. He points off to the side. Watch out for those ones. And if you look, there's this slightly open door, and there's this r tiny rat nose with whiskers that pokes out and sniffs and watches you go by, but it doesn't leave that room. Those are the ones that just pump out rats. Uh, the vermin. It's a door, you said? Yeah. I yeah. Just, can I shut the door? If you get close, the rat starts. Okay, yeah. Gets close. Yeah, you know, it's it's reacting to you getting close to its territory. I'll avoid it since it's just me and my hand. Aiden, the announcer, kicks in his hand. While you're uh, cleaning up with Argoon, if you would like to like just identify or take a moment to look at the trough of viscera, mm -hmm. you can give me a check if you'd like. Kind of check would you like? Either Arcana or Occultism. 18. That's enough. As you're kind of, you know, cleaning up or around this trough, take a moment, you realize that this pool function as some sort of crystal ball. Like a scrying orb? But there's some sort of command word. Yeah, like a scrying orb, but in a trough of viscera. Ugh. The crystal ball itself would, like, the item and the activation behind it requires you to know what the command word is, but you're not sure. I keep that information in my head as I finish cleaning up. Also want you to give me a perception check as you're cleaning up. Yes, cleaning up in the basement, just you and our Oh, this guy's like level seven. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> he's, he's a total annihilator here. The annihilator. <laughs> no, he he was level seven, but now he's just a hand, so he's one seventh. He's down to level one. Now. <laughs> I got a seventeen in the bone pile to the uh, southeast on the opposite side of where the nest was. You find lying on the ground another platinum vampire's fang Ooh. next to a small pile of bloody teeth. That's right, I forgot I have grills now. Lucan just walks around smiling, showing off his grills. <laughs> <laughs> is that our second one? Or did we, that, or did we find a pair last be, time? That would be the third, yeah. Okay, it was okay. a pair last time. I'm also keeping note of these bugs. If they start to, like, calculate too much, I just kind of... 
<laughs> Switch them apart with the broom. <laughs> uh, well, you're taking away all the materials. I would imagine you're stomping on them as you're coming across them as well. Yeah. I mean, individually, you know, even in groups of 10 or 15, they're easy to stomp out. It's when they, you know, thousands of them are gathering. But they're all scattered now, so it's relatively simple. When you're on the western side of the chamber, you find a bone lever, like a femur, built into the wall. It looks like it's part of the architecture. I mean, there's bones covering walls all over the place here, right? Okay. But this one sticks out a little bit, and you could absolutely pull on that. I absolutely do not, until I have other scary people with me. <laughs> uh, guys? <laughs> I, I love... Kix's self-preservation. <laughs> uh, does the hand know anything about it? Like, he's lived here, right? Like, or has he only known this place is disgusting down here and never actually cleaned up? Uh, the rat's territory is down here. Okay. They bite me. They bite. All right, well, we're going to fix this up. This is going to be my place, except without the viscera bucket. You're going to take away the, the skying? Oh, you know about that? Sloth? You know about that? Old Master used to use it for painting his landscapes without bothering any subjects. Good to know. Like he painted the house outside? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me tell you. And Argun, like, goes up to the edge of it. What a What a And he's trying to say something into it, but you can't make it out, and nothing's happening. Watered fired graveyard. I was like close. Nothing happens. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> Make a society check. <laughs> I will allow that. Yeah, was that, was that okay. supposed to be waterside graveyard or something like that? I try to distinguish what he said by a fuck yeah roll of 27. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on that 20. Yeah, he's absolutely saying waterside graveyard. Okay. I t- attempt to say waterside graveyard. As soon as you do, the viscera begins to swirl and shape and resolves into a scene that even breaks down into the detail where you can see, like, water rippling. But you see uh, something that was literally just outside the manor. There was a small garden off to the side as you walk in with this little pond, and you now look as though you're looking out of that into the front yard of the manor. You can see the manor on one side. You can see, uh, you know, the, the grasslands to the other and the sky above. You also see something else. There's this creature that's walking around and, like, picking through little pieces on the ground, like, getting into something. You don't have a good angle. But it stands up, and it looks like this. I just want to double-check. Oh. I'm still... I'm just scrying this. I'm, this isn't where I'm at, right? Yeah. Okay. You're just looking right yeah. now. Yeah. You see this creature. The hottie. That's a troll-ish. It looks like a troll. Big, giant, gaping maw with sharp teeth. Like a vampire troll. Or not a vampire, but a undead troll. Kind of looks like a zombie troll. Like there's pieces of its green skin that have just rotted off. She has beautiful brunette hair. Just this auburn tinge to it, right? (laughs) Beautiful is the words I would immediately go to describe this. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. And it's just kind of like sniffing around on the ground and and looking. And there aren't any windows into the manor. And you can see her getting close to and around the doors. Just kind of checking it out. Like somebody came by. Somebody went into the manor. So that's what you see in the viscera. And Argoon goes, Ugh, that creature. So this is like, I'm like looking into a mirror. It's not like in my head. It's like, it's just like yeah. the pool just like starts to like not look so gross. The spinal cords and <laughs> and intestines and brains and shit form this picture. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. Um, undead people. I guess. Where's your Brizavergathoa? I tell Egg and Man that we're going to make this not this later. <laughs> we're going to make this not this. <laughs> that was ambiguous, but okay. We can't get rid of our scrying pool. I know, but I'm going to make it more of a scrying pool, not scrying guts. <laughs> it's disgusting. It does make gross sounds. <laughs> a nice babbling brook down here would be better. 
you are able to clean up all of the bones on the eastern and western side of this scrying room. What do you do after you're done with that? Uh, I ask him what day, pickup day is for the garbage. Uh, how do I make a uh, wrist stump laugh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a laugh, I promise. There's no garbage, man. So did I pick up, like, bones, or is it, like, bones and bugs? So, like, likely wherever I throw this... <laughs> it's bones and bugs, <laughs> yeah. Ostevite Tower Mound will show up there. You have two sacks, one with Ostevites <laughs> and one with bones. Oh, I did a good job of separating them? All right. Then <laughs> I take the Ostevite bag and just kind of... Throw it in the bird hawk pile. smash it around. <laughs> uh, we're going to say that you were able to successfully uh, handle the Ostevite problem. It's going to take, you know, making sure that this place gets cleaned up and that your doors and windows windows are sealed, but it should should work out. We got this. <laughs> Alright, so I've uncovered a platinum fang, the scrying thing, and then it's cleaned up with a lever on the west side. Yep, the the, the there's a lever on the west side of that scrying pool. What did Argoon say about the lever? Uh, he, he didn't know anything about it. Because it was rat's territory. But some reason he knew about the, the scrying thing. I come back upstairs. Is Lucan still conscious or has he passed out? How many hours has it been? He's only been down there for like an hour. Oh, you got eight more to go, bro. I come in like the middle of. So wait, you guys—they went to bed, or they're still healing? They're in the process. No, they of took healing? like it took them six or seven hours. Yeah, they're in the process of their six, seven hours. You yeah. only took an hour, okay. to, like an hour to clean up and shit down there. Well, I present him with the third platinum thing. It's beautiful. Assuming I survive, I'll use it. <laughs> I'll survive. It's fine. I'll take it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Dramatic. Sorry, yes. D- Diva. Diva. Yes. <laughs> Let's go ahead and now I'll say that we can overnight rest everyone if that's the plan is to just go overnight. I think it has to be um, with us. I mean, healing rolls. It's going to take like eight hours to heal, probably. Also, probably. did Kix tell us about this troll thing wandering around our backyard? <laughs> I figured I'd get into it. It's not the backyard, was it? It's the front yard. Oh, yeah, it's the front yard. Sorry, front yard. Sorry. <laughs> so after I present the fang, I tell you guys about the... There's a lever down there after I clean up all the bones. I didn't want to press it, though. To, who knows what might open up. Also, that giant pool that you jumped in of guts is some type of scrying orb that goes around the house. And there's a big-ass troll outside. Was it a big-ass troll? Or like a medium-sized? It, it was a small troll. It was a small troll outside. The hand says that he doesn't like it. They're a pest. Sorry. He doesn't like being called the hand. Is it like a neighbor or something? Ugh. His name is Nima. She's arrogant. She's arrogant? <laughs> I can't do any of the gardening with her out there. She just messes it up. Well, I guess if she didn't knock on the door, fuck it. I'm going to bed. Except I don't go to bed. I don't know what I do. Except I don't. We just go hover in a room alone for a while. Go hover over a bed and feel... Think about your revenge. We... Think about my revenge. <laughs> Is that how you rest? You think about revenge for eight hours? <laughs> just fucking yeah. seething in anger for, just for six <laughs> hours, but it somehow replenishes you? Oh, You're yeah, fueled the, by it. The, the hate and anger is what fuels me. <laughs> That's actually probably kind of true. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> given the hunger? Yes. If, given my hunger? Yes. <laughs> Is Lucan feeling any better, bud? Yeah, feeling a lot better. What do you got, like, two HP now? <laughs> are you actually full? Are we all full? Yeah, I'm full oh, Okay, now. okay. Yeah. I, all I remember is... L- literally spent, like, failing. eight hours yeah, I healing. Just, I just saw a lot of... Or, yeah, more, more like failing. tens, and I was like, this is going well. <laughs> it went badly, let's put it that way. It went badly. But we're level two, so it's okay. You are not level two. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Back downstairs to hit level two. Come on, damn it. Yeah, back downstairs to clear out the rest of our banshin. Let's go. <laughs> I point out what the hand guy showed me about the two rat rooms. Oh. I say we can clear those out, or there's the lever in the the gross room. Well, somewhat better looking room. The, the less gross room? The less gross room. 
What I tell Lucan to try saying Lakeside Graveyard. So would you say this was a rat? What is this room? Where we haven't because you've you looked through this everywhere. We just didn't. Uh, I peeked down hallways. I guess open any doors. Essentially, what I did. Yeah. Yeah. No doors got open. The rats. The room where the rats are in. That door is slightly ajar, and there's like a rat nostril that pokes its head out and sniffs in your direction as soon as you walk downstairs. So why why is it called the rat room? There's just lots of rats in it and we have to kill them or what? Yeah, they, they have it the basement. That's what he told me. This is their territory. They think this is their house. They don't even have the deed. It's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> rat ain't got no deed. <laughs> As you can kind of see the the rat that's like in the doorway of the room just looking out at you and as you get closer it hisses at you and it squeaks squeak, 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 a little louder and you can hear scrabbling from in the other side and this is a big rat these are the rats the size of a small dog dang is Zargoon still with us uh, Zargoon is he decided to stay upstairs for the rat hunt he hates the rats too bad Zargoon isn't down here this rat looks as though it could use some finger food <laughs> anyway, I suppose we're killing it then? Uh, I mean, it's in our house, so I say yes. All right. Then let's roll for initiative. Wow, you guys rolled like shit. Wait, I got a 19 and went go first? Jesus, people. <laughs> My initiative is hot garbage. I haven't rolled. I've been last like every turn. <laughs> Wait, I rolled a nat one? Hmm. Yeah. We've got everybody's initiative on the board, and at the very top of round one, Gerdrug, you are the top of the order, and you choose to act. Now, the rats, you can tell there's more than one there, but there's this partially open door that you can see this rat just, like, going back on its haunches and looking like it's about to attack. So, I mean, is the rat outside the door, inside the door? It's inside. Okay. So, like, I have to, like, open the door in order to attack it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Here it goes. Can you open doors? <laughs> Just kidding. Not the shit again. <laughs> um, I guess I... One action to move up, one action to open the door, and a third action to stab this stupid fat rat sitting right in front of me. Die, rat, die! Since I'm going before it in initiative order... It should be flat-footed to me. But I roll a natural one! Your excitement made me think that was a 20. That was actual (laughs) excitement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm done. After Gerdrug, that takes us over to the giant rat that Gerdrug just attacked and missed. Going to use its first action to strike at you. Jaws action here. Getting a 25 to hit. Well, that was almost a lot of different numbers. 25 definitely hits. I need you to give me a fortitude save as you take five points of piercing damage. Uh, how about a 24 against your fortitude save? 24 is a critical success because of that bonus you get versus diseases. Because I'm undead. So nothing happens. You do take that damage, though. Nah, I disagree. I'm critically immune. And it's going to actually use its second action to attempt to tumble through your square. Gets a 24 versus your reflex DC. Uh, yeah. Duh, yeah. Rolls a 19 on the die. And then uses its third action to Jaws Strike attack you again. Uh, this time only with a 12 to hit. That is not going to hit. Well, that takes us over to Lucan. It's your turn. Did I just watch a little motherfucking rat like acrobatics past my ghost road buddy? <laughs> tumbled right through the ghost. That is very strange. It's going to die. It's going to die. <laughs> so we'll start with a uh, electric arc. Reflex save. We get a 25 on that reflex save. That's a success. You'll take half of this damage. All right. That's half of five, so I guess two. Okay, it'll take that two damage. And that was act together, two actions to act together. Then Sundrinker will take their single action from act together. 
and will vine strike, well, actually tendril strike, single action to attack from with a five foot increased range. And reach. Yeah, um, reach. I don't know piercing or bludgeoning, so we're just going to go, uh, or slashing or bludgeoning. We'll go slashing. Slashing, all right. The rats, although mangy, do seem to be living. Yeah, I get a 13 to hit, and looks like I miss. 13 misses. Well, we make an attack again, but this time a negative five. And get a nine and miss. That will miss. Okay. Well, then after Lucan, that takes us over to another giant rat who uses its first action to stride up to the doorway to get into flanking with its buddy that just tumbled through Gerdrug. It has no idea I'm here. <laughs> and will strike at you with its jaws. What level are these rats? 25. Does a 14 hit? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn. Dang. Mythic level fucking rats. Mythic level giant rats. It's going to give that another shot. Let's do this one more time. How about we hit 17? It's because I'm flat-footed. Woo! Go ahead and take five points of piercing damage, and then give me another fortitude save. No, I'm immune to it now. I got a critical success. That ain't how that works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how that works. So I got an 11 this time. An 11 is a failure, which means that you are now... In the stage one of bubonic filth fever, something I shouldn't even be able to get. Yeah, the ghost has filth fever. Yep. Yep. Somebody explain that to me. <laughs> I can't. I won't. But you're a carrier. That takes us over to a different giant rat's turn. This one comes up. It doesn't have a good spot really to get into to attack Gerdrug. So it is also going to use its first action to tumble through. Do I have enough space for that? Oh, yeah. Give me that. Give me that big movement speed, rat. I don't like it when you talk to the rats that way. A 16 beat your reflex DC, Gerdrug? Get the fuck out of here, no. Get out of here. I'm a rogue, bitch. <laughs> Got a 19 DC. Well, if you had attack for opportunity, it would trigger on that. But since you don't going to go to the rat's second action, and he's going to attack you, but you do have cover on this attack. Fuck me. 25 to hit. Uh, yeah. Getting from around the door, dealing you six points of piercing damage, and, uh, go ahead and give me another fortitude save. 17. That's a success. You don't progress. And with a third action, it's going to strike again. Seven, which will miss. I did not take into account how poorly my teammates rolled when I moved nah. up into position. Oh, so badly. All right, that takes us over to Kicks. It's your turn. I, for once, can see something that might have a brain. <laughs> and decide. Now is your time. It's my time. I'm going to cast an amp daze at the one that successfully rolled out. Okay, so we got our acrobatic rat. Uh, so yeah, I need you to roll the DC of that. That's a critical favor. A critical favor? Uh, <laughs> the six is a critical failure, yes. Alright, so it is still days, so it's um, a better days, though, so it's 1d10 damage. Okay, so there's also something else to that. Um, until its next turn, it gains weakness one to mental damage, and this takes effect beforehand, so it's taking it'll end up taking seven, I guess. Until the end of its turn, it gains weakness one to any mental damage and takes minus one to any uh, will saves. On a critical failure, the weakness is three, so I guess I'm dealing him nine damage. And in addition, he's stunned one. The weakness applies before days deals damage. It does. Okay. Okay. So you did seven damage before. Let me. Oh, it's three, and then the crit is six, and then his his weakness to mental damage of three. Got it. Got it. So you dealt three damage. It doubles because it critically failed. That's where it came. And from. then there's another three for nine total. For the weakness, nine total. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the little bra- uh, rat's brain, like zoom in on this thing's brain as it's getting scrambled and fried, and the rat freezes in place, 
and then just falls over and begins foaming at the mouth. It's dead. Yeah. I also recall. Remind me not to have a brain around you. (laughs) (laughs) I recall teachings. 30 feet aid. 30 foot aid. Recall the teachings. All right. Well, kicks. Pulls his weight, which takes us over to Arius. It's your turn. Ah, Gurdrug looks hurt. I feel like I'm going to have to heal Gurdrug, so I'm going to do a two-action harm to heal them. I may or may not be at two hit points. Yeah, you you look pretty rough, bro. Roll good. Uh, You take 15 HP from a two-action harm. Nice. Nice. Uh, Third action, I will move up and do... The front lines, I can't really get into a spot to get to the other two rats, so I guess I'm just standing next to Gertrude. And the uh, doorway does make an effective funnel here, dividing the combatants. Then after Arius, that was the bottom of round one, which takes us up to the top of round two, Gertrude, the newly revitalized, thanks to Arius. It's your turn. Yay, my turn. Well... We'll see how badly I can fail at tumbling through. 13 beat its reflex DC. It will not. I fail to tumble through. Try again? I definitely try again. See if I can roll worse. I do! Because I suck at this game. I just get the fuck out of the way. Not a critical failure, but that is also a failure. Oh, third action makes space. Rogue fail to rogue things and runs away because he hates himself. Don't don't hit me again, please. Okay, then that takes us over to Lucan. It's your turn. All right. Well, I myself can't see anything. Action one. Uh, what do I do? I guess action one. Lucan is going to move kind of south here or west or then south to be able to see into this room. Definitely not going to try and go into the room. In fact, I'm going to even go back a little bit further. Then action two and three will uh, do act together and we'll cast a spell on this rat right here. And I've been doing a lot of electric arc. Let's, uh, let's do Ray of Frost just for the fun of it. And attack. No, that's stupid. I'm not. I changed my mind. Let's stay with electric arc. Electric arc. Cast. You realize, oh wait, almost guaranteed damage. Yeah, reflex save, please. All right, well, Rat gets a 15. Finally a failure on one of these. I'm going to take the full damage of 7. And it takes all of it. And then with Sundrinker's one action from uh, Act Together, they will move to here, kind of to the uh, just south of Arius and uh, southeast of the door, and I'm done. All right, then that will take us over to the giant rats. First giant rat, the one that just got zapped, scampers out, and it, it doesn't see Arius from its position when it starts to move, so it starts to move out so that it can attack Sundrinker, and that's what it will do with its second action. I ate Sundrinker. I tell the plant how to dodge things. Thanks. Plant, don't, don't get bit. Okay, go ahead and give me the aid check. I critically succeed. I give him plus two AC. Wait, you so critically weak. succeed if you succeed? Oh, sorry. I forgot that. I thought it was... T- yeah, it's 15, right? Yeah, it's a DC 15 All check. Right, I yep. just succeed. Plus one AC. So wheat. Saw 20 in my brain. Went places. <laughs> okay. 19? Well, even with the... M- Plus one to AC, that does hit. It does. Okay. So Sundrinker will need to give me a fortitude save and also take five piercing damage. Fortitude. I get a 25 on my fortitude. 25 is a critical success. Excellent. I critically succeed. And then with its third action, it attacks once more. 17 to hit? Not with a plus one. Uh, does the plus one work just for that attack, Spencer? That yeah, it would just, just be aiding, just one attack, yeah. Uh, that one attack. Lame. Then, yes. Don't call me lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. Take four points of piercing damage, and then you'll need to give me another fortitude save. Even though I critically succeeded? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we already went over this. Yeah, I remember. Don't have to like it, but... 18. 18 succeeds. Then that takes us to the other giant rat that's in the room. Runs past his fellow and also begins to attack Sundrinker. Ooh. Natural 20 on the dice. All right. So you will take eight points of piercing damage and give me another fortitude save. 22. That's a success. And one more time for good measure, another natural 20 on the die. Sweet. I'm going to turn off that cheat code module. Another eight damage. Lucan goes down. Which makes Sundrinker disappear. Lucan yep. drops down. Which is strange. You might think he's just being dramatic, but no, really, damage to Sundrinker damages Lucan. True. All right, well, that is that giant rat's turn. Lucan's initiative changes. Then, after that giant rat takes Sundrinker out, kicks. It's your turn. I step up a little bit and hide behind my skeletal friend. And blow up its mind. I, you want me to blow up its mind and not save Lucan? I'm going to save Lucan, that's fine. I'm the cleric, bro. Lucan's fine. I don't move. <laughs> I'm literally the cleric. But let me do clerical things. Alright, uh, I pretend like none of that actually happened. And I... Easily done. Amp days on... Oh, maybe not. Maybe I don't need to amp it. Which, this one's about to freaking die. Yeah, there's the one that you that was hit by the electric arc earlier is very near death. The other one hasn't been touched. Yeah, I'll just do um, a phase bolt on that one that's almost about to die. Phase bolt? Fancy dark archive spell. A 20. 20 hits. Six damage piercing. And that's the one that was near death or yeah. the one that hadn't? Almost dead. All right. Well, that, that bolt of... Energy flies from kicks, phasing in and out of existence, phasing out as it passes through Arius, and then phasing back in as it stabs the rat right in the brain, and it dies. Uh, okay. Uh, I will also then uh, cast Amp Message on Gerdrug, allowing him to make a stride action. You need line of sight for that? Your message is not easily bound by obstacles. The spell can travel up to 120 feet to reach the target, bending around walls and obstacles. Nice. Yeah. It literally says that. I was, I was just looking at it because I was thinking the same thing, but yeah. Uh, Gerdrug will use that movement. Psychic. Well, then after Kix uses an action to give Gerdrug a move, Arius, it's your turn. We're going to do another good old uh, two-action heal, uh, this time on my very overly dramatic friend. <laughs> I don't know if he's overly dramatic. He's literally I dying. I don't know if we're even <laughs> friends, so I'm just going to say the overdramatic acquaintance. Um, nice. I'm still rolling fucking hot, hot in my uh, heal dice. Uh, Luke, and you get 15 HP. Sweet. It's a lot better than the zero I'm at. <laughs> And then my third action, I will move... I don't know if I need to do anything. I guess I'll just move over into the spot to give Gerdrug flanking. I don't know if I even need to. Dude, giant sword, you can maybe one-shot it. I'd have to regrip it. My sword isn't my focus item yet. I have my neck... My... You have to hold your focus item to cast spells? Yes. Which is why I'm making my sword my focus item at level 2. So third action to regrip, or third action to st- step in. Third action to move, step in. Because if you move, you're still not flanking. Then I suppose maybe because you. I can still punch it. Why would I not be it? flanking? Yes, for the same reason a wizard who isn't yeah. carrying anything is still flanking. I'm still threatening. I can punch the fucker. Punch it in the nose. Top around three. Gerdrug, it's your turn. I guess I'm flanking it. I might as well try to just uh, kill it. See that rogue damage. Let's see that nat one. How about a four? <laughs> I mean, you weren't far off from the nat one. Now an 11 misses. How about a 10? That damn one miss too. Wow, dude. Oh, 
<laughs> Hail Mary third attack. I rolled an 18 to get a 17 on the last one. Works out. 17 hits. So stupid. <laughs> You're encouraged against making that third attack from a tactical standpoint, but goddammit, sometimes it just works. Sometimes it just works. Uh, 12 damage. Well, I mean, that is more than enough to just absolutely eviscerate the giant rat as it squeaks in pain as you end its little life. I take up my frustrations all in one swing and just completely dissect this thing. (laughs) It is dead. And we are out of initiative. Goddamn rats. Did you guys see what I did to that one's brain? Huh? I mean... I couldn't see its brain, but I saw what happened to it. I mean, I guess all you saw was go. Ugh. I just saw it fall over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that wasn't you. It just had a cardiac arrest. <laughs> I thought they just got scared because I'm a skeleton. Ah, uh, must have been. I resummoned my idol on. How long does that take? Three actions. It's a good thing it's not like a familiar. It's like you must wait a week to get here. Yeah, you're yeah. fucked for for a while now. Hey, welcome to being just a half-good caster. Hey guys, it turns out I'm a cleric. I'm much obliged for the harms. That was quite painful. Anyway, I only dwell on the misery when it suits me. And when I'm alone. Detect magic. Anyways, here's detect magic. Exactly. Time to see if it was worth fighting those rats. (laughs) This room is filled with stone tables bearing leather straps, chains, and other restraints. Racks of rusted blades, clamps, and other tools line the wall. On the north wall, an enormous oil painting depicts a fiercely grinning general, with one hand tucked into his jacket, while the other clutches an outrageously large halberd. Refuse lies in heaps in the southeast corner. Yeah, Gerdrug's getting some flashbacks in here. He's 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 not liking this room. He's leaving. <laughs> Gerdrug ghostly form just like floats in, turns, floats out. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he ter- he definitely has uh, seeing the tables with straps on them and implements of torture. He kind of reaches to his wrists that are no longer there and is where he was bound to the table when he was tortured perception check to see if I notice this and yeah he then leaves the room I get a 14 go with yes okay just keeping that in mind just good to know aside from what I've mentioned there's nothing of note in this room and the detect magic did not detect any magic it did not well that just takes us back around then Wait, are these all doors? There's a bunch of doors. These are yeah. like, there are so oh many doors. Oh my god, there's so many like doors. Five, five doors. Four doors lining the western hallway. Two doors on the eastern side of the basement, and then there's the one that uh, Kix mentioned, the secret door. Hi, right, one by one. Let's fucking open these doors. What's in here? Is it just like holding cells? The far wall of the cell is made of skulls. The other walls are made of tightly woven ribs, and the floor is bare stone. A single iron rung is bolted to the floor in the center of each of these four cells. They're all identical. All identical. Bam, done. They match the keys, the key rings, that you found upstairs. They open these cells and lock them. So we could have our own prisoners. No, this is just your guys' rooms, and I'll take the upstairs. The whole upstairs. (laughs) All four bedrooms, the master bedroom. Yeah, it's all mine. The study. (laughs) Yeah, you might be a diva, but you ain't getting away with that much. All right, fine. Again, not that I really care, because I don't really sleep. I'm still angling for that master suite. Do you guys uh, do anything with the cells right now? Detect magic, detect magic! I mean, we'll take a look through them, look for anything. Sure. Yeah, if you want to give me a perception check. Cursory perception checks of 16. Gerdrug, as you're going through 
the cells, just kind of opening each of the cell doors to see that they are, in fact, replicas of each other. You open the third one, and you notice that several of the skulls on the western wall actually look to have peepholes. The third one? Yeah. Hmm. I try to peer through the peepholes into the other side. You don't see much, but it looks like there's a hallway on the other side of this that goes off to the left and to the right, because it's just a short distance for till you see another wall covered with bone decorations. There's a hallway behind these things. Probably someone can keep an eye on the prisoners without them knowing. Or creeping on them. Pervs. I look around for an entrance. I mean, they're... They're prisoners. They can, <laughs> they can be perved. Do whatever they want with them. <laughs> I mean, They're in prison. If they want to see him naked or something, they can see him naked. Whatever, I guess. Like, you want to see my bones? Here are my bones. Where was the lever? Uh, the lever is the... You were... Lucan was down next to it. Oh, you're right yeah, next okay. to it. I figured it had to be around here somewhere because, so like... you don't really need to perception check it if Kix already told us where it was. Oh, he yeah, did, yeah. No need to do a perce- perception check. You do see the bone lever. <laughs> and the doorway swings open, revealing a long hallway, secret passage. The walls and ceilings of this passage are made with intertwining skulls and bones. Thousands of worn-down human teeth stud the floor sick but you'd love that oh i'm gonna take you into that room tyler i'm gonna make you touch it i'm gonna make you touch it walk on the teeth walk on the teeth barefoot (laughs) (laughs) can't do it why doesn't tyler like teeth lick the floor tyler Uh, teeth sensations make me uncomfortable like clicking teeth or grinding teeth or, you know, any just you mean like these things. clicking teeth and bones that I can hear right now? <laughs> yeah, it's this this whole thing has been a, a trying of my own, uh, you know, uncomfortability with it. Just put it that way. Uh, anyways, yeah, uh, teeth floor. But as you walk down this long hallway, you see that there are in fact peepholes into every cell. Of all of the four of them, and not just one set of peepholes in each cell. There's, there's enough for at least two, three people to look through into each of the cells. Hmm. Strange. Strange. Like wank bank shop place. It's, it's more like Zanguthani. So what do you do? Um. I mean, it doesn't seem like that really goes anywhere, though, right? I walk on the tooth floor just to feel the sensation. It feels wrong. I float over the tooth floor. Shit, <laughs> I feel the sensation. I go step on it with my bone feet. Oh, oh, oh god. Oh, crunch, oh sorry. Crunch. You just like crunch. the grindy thoughts of like a, like a bone foot, foot stepping on, on a teeth. tooth floor. Oh god. We can get I'm out of the so tooth floor. so hard now. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I detect magic real quick. Um, you do not detect magic. Alright. At the end of the hallway, Gerdrug, it looks like you ventured further down. Yeah, I went all the way to the end. Go ahead and give me your perception check. You always gotta go to the end and search. I learned that from Pokemon. You gotta go to the end of long, narrow areas and then search. But my good rolling continues, I get an 11. Get an 11. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna call that enough. Because it's not hidden from this side, it's hidden from the other side. You find a a femur, a bone femur lever at the end of this door here, indicating that there's another secret door. I notice Arius is behind me, so I open it. Or I pull it. And the... I nudge the plant forward. Let's go, plant. Grinds down. We'll go. And the door opens. Oh, shit. The dude on the ground. As Gerdrug and Arius enter the room... Let me just describe the room here for you. Skulls and other bones comprise every inch of the walls and ceiling of this room. The floor is smooth stone, and a stone altar piled with skulls, many of which have bits of flesh clinging to them, stand against the east wall. A robed corpse lies on the floor at the base of the altar. Its skull seems to have burst open, 
as skull fragments do in fact litter the floor around it. As you enter the room, Gerdrug and Arius, you see this creature hovering <laughs> next to the pile of skulls. Oh my god, I want one. It's <laughs> <is> fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's this little tiny fairy with a fucking skull on its head. Yes, that's like exactly what it is. It's fucking adorable. It's kind of odd. <laughs> it's like odd, but with a human skull for a head. Yeah. Instead of a yeah, instead of Q-bone a crocodile, crocodile skull. And do either of you speak necrol? Uh, we're yes. undead. We automatically speak. We all necrol. speak necrol. Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, kicks might not, but uh, all undead do. I think I, do. I assume he does because he's lived in uh, fucking Gab his entire life. Abyssal, common, Kellish, Necrol, Erisian. So yes, we all speak Necrol. Okay, so as you walk into the door, this fairy who's flying in the air above the skull altar, essentially, that's here, turns to you in surprise as you enter in here. You can't see their eyes go wide, but surprise is, is obviously... And then they fly forward a little bit and say, Invaders! Invaders of the kingdom! Uh, this is ours now. My kingdom of skulls! Who's got the deed? It's ours. Uh, My skulls! All legal. Oh, I mean, you can have the skulls. My kingdom! Please, let's not kill it. It's quite adorable. Well, that's up to it. Hey, look, don't attack us and we won't kill you. I... Get all the skulls in this room. Even that one. And points right to Arius. Roll for initiative as it's going to charge Arius to claim his skull for her own. There sure are a lot of creepy, nasty things in this manor, and that's not even including the skeleton, ghost, vampire, tiefling, and hand who live here. What other weird secrets does this mansion hold? Will we ever actually feel at home living in it? Why does Tyler hate teeth? Find out next time as we continue Blood Lords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.